Previously on Roleplay Radio. Griff, have you heard of someone called the Collector? Someone, probably Auric, who collects uh, people. People who are in debt. No one really knows what he looks like. She got information that said he's going to be a guest here. But of course, he's not going to be wearing the mask and the top hat. I do know the Arnezas are in financial difficulty. They might be a potential target for this. You are walking through these beautiful gardens. You see two children, one of them running around trying to catch a bee. Oh, hi, what's your name? Siggy. Siggy? Siggy Burninghammer. You want to see my ant farm? This little Leonin girl, she must be like seven years old. The whole walk, she keeps getting distracted by bugs. She's trying to catch a butterfly. She tries to catch a caterpillar. She's like pulling you like around the palace. Yeah, yeah. So you're able to see the family apartments. Shelly asks about every single one. Oh, she'll (laughs) she'll tell you. Uncle Bjorn, very strict. Aunt Astrid, very nice. We don't talk about Osric. Uh, over there is cousin Jarek and his new wife, Brida. She's not very happy. Uh, over there, points to a very dark, shabby-looking apartment. He's like, that's where Uncle Osric used to live. The one we don't talk the about. The one we don't talk about. So why don't we talk about him? They say he killed someone. <gasps> yeah. No! Yeah. Pardon me. I'm looking for my wife. She has a tendency to hide from me when she's trying to avoid a conversation. The last thing I want to do is further embroil myself in your stuff. Though she sounds like a smart woman. Oh, you all think you're so clever, aren't you? Appealing to Uncle Bjorn. You know it's all charity, right? Jarek, you should go before you make it worse. In fact, I'll open the door and I'm going to put my hands on... I'm not going to turn you over. Thanks. Is the chef here yet? If something is wrong and you need other people's help... The only help I need is from your chef. I mean, chefs can poison food and that sounds super shady. Uh, I'm counting. If, if, if I may... Oh. Oh, hard stop. I'm gonna go now. I just... No. Yes. Poison how? I will extend the courtesy and announce tomorrow that the four of you will be honored with the Burning Hammer Scholarship. You are welcome. Is it normal to get your friend who's rich to pay for your stuff? Shelly, none of what you are going to experience or have experienced here is normal. Just smile and nod. Say as little as possible. Don't over talk. One question, one question. Okay, one question. You want me to not talk too much? Yeah. I'm got it. All right, y'all, thank you for coming. This is uh, the moment we've been waiting for. Is this where we die? This is where you die. (laughs) You all die. The Burning Hammer estate suddenly burst into flame. Tonight we're spending this section. You wake up in a blaze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the name really should have been foreshadowing for us. Uh, A little little bit. Uh, Today's session, you will be all rolling new characters. Mm -hmm. I have hired fireworks to go off randomly throughout the night because I care about you guys that much <laughs> and your Bang. immersion. Because the Burning Hammers have fireworks, of course they do. Of course they do. Has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that we're recording this on 4th of July. <laughs> it is the day of the gala. Preparations start bright and early in the morning at sunrise and people start showing up during breakfast. It is an entire day of festivities. We're going to start with Griff today because, well, you're Griff. <laughs> You get a knock on the door. Whoa. He, Early in the morning. He's in the middle of 
pomping up his his mullet and getting it like close to the sides. Uh, it's open. Very quietly, the door opens, like purposefully quiet. Sir, yeah. sir, it would appear you have a visitor. Okay. He asked me to be discreet. Is it a Luxodon? Sir, have they taught you to read minds at school? I'm just... I'm quite proud of you. I'm just real good at this, you know. Uh, perhaps we should move quietly. I, Your father might wake. Okay, let's go. He takes you on like a half-mile walk behind the Burninghammer mansion. You go through this like nice meadow towards the lake. You know the lake. Yeah. You know the lake. Yeah, the it's lake. the lake. It's the lake. On the lake, there's a little private airship. Small, just like the one that Bartholomew drives. It is being conducted by a Kenku in a, like, <laughs> mariner's hat. <laughs> just, like, walking around. The yep. Kenku finally got to fly. <laughs> oh. Yep. We found a way. Bless. Thank you for that. Yep. Yep. yep, yep. And, of course, you smell pipe smoke. And you see him sitting in the back of his airship. Puts a big paw claw up, like the, the big like one-handed dad wave where you just kind of shake it once and like, hey. He lifts his big elephant stump and the Kenku like lowers a ramp to the dock. A rampart? Or, yeah. <laughs> that ramp is like art. You know? It's so beautiful. <laughs> you climb aboard the airship and Rampart's waiting for you. He's got a little tray of tea, but also liquor. Morning, morning, Hammer. Morning. I, I see it's five o'clock somewhere. Well, it's a bit early, yes, but today, today is necessary. Sit, sit. He takes a seat. He offers you all he has. You know, tea, liquor. He offers you his pipe if you want it. What are you having? All of it. Oh. I'll start with a cup of tea. Good. With a little extra elbow grease. There's another Kenku who like is serving the tea for you guys. How many Kenkus are there? There's probably like three or four. Do they just pop up? Yeah. <laughs> a murder of Kenkus. A murder <laughs> I'm going to get right to point, Burning Hammer. It uh, is too risky otherwise. About a month ago, you invited me to your home. Unexpectedly. I am honored. Feels weird to say, yes? Then I got this, and he hands you a letter with your family seal on it. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. And he grabs it. Whatever this says, I'm sorry. Uh, it is not your doing. And as you skim through it, it, it does start with the very condescending, like, we apologize, we cannot accommodate you in our home for the upcoming gala. Your invitation has been canceled. You are not, you know, it, mm -hmm. it's phrased very nicely. Like a college unacceptance letter. Pretty much. It's phrased very <laughs> politely. Rejection. But the message is clear. He's not welcome. And it is signed by your father. <clears throat> Griff, uh, gently folds the letter back, returns it. I 
admit I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know that that happened. And I didn't necessarily know all the reasons why it happened. Look, no hard feelings, man. Uh, I understand. Families, right? Fathers. I wouldn't know. But I'll take your word for it. When I get back, uh, let's do something. Like what? I have no idea. Maybe something in our dorm will come alive and we'll need somebody to stop it out. <laughs> oh, hi. I've never been part of any squad. Except for Dragon's Guard, of course. Well, uh, we are taking applications. <clears throat> and he pours a bit more booze into his tea. Are you really? You have dental plan, too? And, huh? and vision, believe it or not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you have, uh, you have, what's it, what do you call it? Uh, mission statement for F-Squad? What is mission statement? Tell me. Oh, Koss is a lot better at this, but it's, it's, some, it's something like if you're in trouble and you need some... I, I, I can't. We're, 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 we're like solving mysteries and stuff. I don't Shit. Is that how you plan to sing at Raw Stage, Burning Hammer? No, no, no I, 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 I'm not, mm, I'm not very improv -y. Oh. Musically. Speaking of F-Squad, where are they? Should, should they not be with you at all times, given they are big, important entourage, huh? <laughs> he gives you the awkward, like, smack in the chest. <laughs> Stump up. Stump up. Stump up. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, they are just on the other side of your situation, where they are allowed to stay, but barely. And apparently, I can't be seen with them. You cannot be seen with Suvige. You cannot be seen with F-Squad. Who does your dad want to see you with? <laughs> Probably the upper crust of some echelon. I don't. You so you mean like a Melentor and Arnesa, all those? Anyone who's not undesirable. In Paul quotes. Well, I'm sorry. I just came by to visit. I was in the neighborhood. No, I wasn't. I came here long, long. Yeah, trip. no. I, this, this is a long trip for a neighborhood. Yeah, yep. I, mean, I got that. But I can. I don't know, stick around, things get bad in there, just come have drink in airship, this private lake, no? That sounds great. Great. I'll be here. <laughs> I, I like to think the paw air, air quotes is by extending and retracting the claws. Ooh, yes! Yeah. <laughs> cool, that's, that's nice. Meanwhile, in the suite, it is bright and early. Guillaume brings in a little breakfast buffet for you guys with a couple of other serves. Uh, hi, Guillaume. What? Uh, long shot here. Any chance that you need help in the kitchen today? Why? Do you not trust me to make good food for the for the guests? What what are you trying to pull here? Oh no, I absolutely trust you. Uh, I just thought that it would be more fun for me to help you 
than to go to this party. Aren't you one of the scholarship folks? That would also be less awkward if I could skip it. Listen, I, I don't under... If I had a chance to go to Strixhaven, boy, I would take it. What? I mean, I'm, I'm not turning down the scholarship. I just kind of, you know, thought that I could be a helpful person while they say things about me when, you know, they don't really know any of us. Fine. But you make one mistake, boy. One, and you're... You're, you're going to kill me? No, I'm going to kick you out of my kitchen, boy, but... Oh, I mean, that's I'm fine. I'm not an animal. This is, this is, that's human sign for I, I get rid of you, right? Um, so I'll get rid of you. Mostly in the permanent sense. Humans are fucking crazy. <laughs> Mistake wants to spend time in the library. Researching uh, lycanthropes, the, the burning hammers, trying to get a better sense of who everyone is. She already did a lot of this at Strixhaven, but she's kind of curious if this library has anything different. You see Hafna in there, but he's like knocked out, still in the same clothes as the previous night, meaning he spent the night here. And he's reading like true crime. Because I'm going with the vampire tropes, I'm also gonna go with some werewolf tropes. Yeah. Meaning, it's a full moon tonight, you guys. <laughs> what a coincidence. Oh, good. She's just trying to prepare. She's pretty sure they're, they don't have a chance. I'm assuming werewolves weak to silver, mm -hmm. as is the trope. And yeah. we don't have any silvered weapons, so pretty much if we were to fight this guy, we're fucked. Also trying to see if there's any information about secret passageways or the like through the manor. Roll an investigation check. 21. <laughs> 21, okay. You learn about, a, uh, you learn a couple of things. The burning hammers are of course preemptive in case of any natural disasters. There is an underground bunker. There is also a tunnel that leads out to like the meadow. <laughs> Most of those, they're only accessible through like the burning hammers' main wing, but there is one way to get to it from this ballroom and that would be where the kitchens are. You also find out that the kitchens connect to the retiring rooms. Other than that, she's just doing her, her best to prepare. <laughs> I mean, so Kos is has taken the time to make themselves look as presentable as possible in their nicest clothing, done, done up all fancy. They've even put on some makeup, even though they don't really have to do that. <laughs> Tell but me there more. are some things that you cannot mimic. Tell me, um, tell me in detail. So I think that they have basically decided to um, add unnatural colors to their face. So they can usually mimic different skin tones of, di of different races throughout uh, the world. Like the drow dark gray or purples or like a triton blue or like tiefling red for example. But they can't really mix and match so much because the skin tones don't blend like that. So they have... Um, gone with their high elf look to make sure that they look as refined as possible, but they have done like a whole rainbow of colors all the way up through their eyes and kind of like up around their ears and down to onto the cheek as well in a little pattern. Now, does this mean that if you change form, the makeup stays like... I would believe so. I love it, I love it. Foreshadow. Eyeshadow. Yes, eyeshadowing. <laughs> they are a little bit nervous because they do not know what Shelly is going to be up to right now. Mm -hmm. That is because Shelly hasn't gone to sleep. 
<laughs> no. They've been spending the whole night trying to speed up the brewing process for their many Ravnican apples. And uh, come morning, uh, they have called it prepared enough and have started consuming them one after another. Are they still apples at this point? No, 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 no. Booze okay. balls. Now they are booze balls. <laughs> Noon hits. People start to show up in swarms. Carriage after carriage, airship after airship. The entire field in front of the Burning Hammer Palace is swarming with these, these vehicles. Out in the gardens, it's also been decorated overnight very beautifully uh, with, as I mentioned, the four banners of each and every one of you with names. Fireworks are being set up to go off throughout the day. Musicians are showing up. Entertainers are showing up, and of course, lots and lots of guests are showing up. Before you know it, the festivities start. Music starts to play, people are socializing, the bar opens, and that is really the big indicator of the party has begun, everyone. Lunch was basically skipped, there are only appetizers in every guest lounge, waiting for the big dinner banquet. And thus we start with the ballroom social hour. Lots of people are looking your way. It's kind of hard to get a little privacy unless you seek it out. People will try to accost you from time to time, make small talk. A lot of the times it's obvious they're not very interested. They're just paying you courtesy because we need to pay our respects and then once we're seen with these people, then we can go about our way. So there's a lot of that. Has Gary managed to continue helping in the kitchen at this point, or has he been kicked out? Well, roll me a cooking utensils check. He has been kicked out. <laughs> Gary immediately arrived, turned around too quickly, and knocked over a waiter who was trying to exit and got kicked out. Whoever let you into any kitchen, boy? Um, Tolk, the owner of the Bozen Tavern? Oh, he had a big fire. I mean, he owns it. I don't think he can be fired. He would be fired by people not going to the tavern and not paying for things, but people pay for a lot of things. Do me a favor. Give me your apron and get out of my kitchen. Th this is my apron. Well, then get out of my kitchen. Go. <laughs> okay. Uh. It has my name embroidered on it. <laughs> Do we see Samwell or Brita anywhere? You can catch Brita here and there with Cherik for most of the afternoon. She looks very unhappy. And a lot of the times, like when Jerick is socializing with a guest, Brita is just like looking out the window or just very obviously wanting to be anywhere but there. Samuel, you don't find any trace of him. I want to try to talk to her at some point when Jerick isn't there. Like if he excuses himself to go to the restroom or something. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to have a very brief chat with her. Uh, I might be able to make that happen. So, uh, Koss, I think, will at some point see that Brita is just kind of like, give me an excuse to leave this guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Try to find a somewhat secluded corner and turn it into a tabaxi that looks similar to Brita. They will approach uh, Derek and Brita and with like this look of, of wide-eyed recognition be like, my stars, is that Brita? Oh my gosh, I haven't seen you in so long, get over here! Hi, uh... What, don't you recognize your aunt? Uh... 
And uh, Cast will give like the biggest twig that they can while Rita's in between uh, them and Derek. Right. Yes. Uh. Uh. Aunt Brunhilda. Aunt Brunhilda. Yes. Yes. Of course. Of course. Um. Jerry caught that. May I roll Whoa. a performance check? Oh, sure, actually. Okay, uh, 23. Ooh. That beats it, okay. <laughs> well, wife, are you not going to introduce me to your lovely aunt? Right, right, uh, Jarek, this is my aunt Brunilda of the... Uh, well, you don't even know your own family name! <sighs> Of the Blackwells, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't act like it all the time. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. Lots of people, lots of them don't like talking about me. I think they just don't like me, but hey, let me get a good look at you. Do you mind if I steal away from you for a second? I don't, I know, I don't want to keep you away from your loving wife for too long. I wouldn't want to stay away from her too long as well, you know? <laughs> I suppose it's fine. She's being a bit of a downer anyway. And she just rolls her eyes and walks away with you. Uh, links arms with you to, to make it up very believable. And you get a lot of smiles your way when I'm watching you mostly. So anyway, you, why don't you tell me a little bit more about this guy? I mean, he seems like kind of a jerk, doesn't he? Well, I will, if you just tell me who you are first. Um, you, you, you met me at dinner, actually. My name is... Koss. Oh. One of, one of Griff's friends. Yes, it just seemed like he um, wanted any excuse to leave, so I thought I'd help out. <laughs> Thank you. I do appreciate it. Uh, listen, can I, can I bring something up? Sure, yes. Yeah, your, your friends are very kind. Okay, I, I appreciate everything you're doing. You don't need to get involved. It's, it's really okay. I have it handled. Maybe by the end of the night, it won't matter anymore. It won't be your problem, so just don't, just... You have enough on your plate. Well, actually, um, for, for what it's worth, we, we have nothing on our plates, really. We're just guests. Yeah, but... And it seems like you've got a lot on yours, so if you could help out in any way, just... We, we're around for... For doing good stuff, that's what the F-Squad's about. Okay. You, you want to help me? Sure. Keep Jarek away from, well, just me in general, but especially keep him away from the retirement rooms. Right, of course. Uh, and as this is happening, I think Koss is leading uh, her to like a more secluded area where the rest of the group is. Cool. Everybody's there. Let's say it's like the, the, the gardens. The gardens is like yeah. outdoors. There are people around, but it's definitely you can get a private conversation without feeling like you're on, on the spotlight. Mm. The most you see is, of course, kids. But kids being kids. They're like playing in the gardens and you definitely see Siggy like among them. Who's the coolest kid? Siggy. Siggy. Obviously. Yeah. All the other kids are like playing hide and seek and playing tag. Siggy's playing with bugs. Uh, Brita's a bit confused as to why you're bringing her here, but she, she'll gladly come along, grab a drink on the way. Mm -hmm. hmm. I didn't expect you to come all the way over here. Um, no one's listening, pretty sure. I just... Wanted uh, to double check. Have you heard of this really old play called uh, Nomeo? What was it? Juliet. Juliet. Most of we just want to make sure the ending in real 
life isn't anything like that one. Uh, I told him not to get involved. No one's gonna die tonight. Just... Just because I know that you, there are more eyes on you than there are on, are on us. If you'd want us to pass a message along, we can help. A message, huh? Okay. <laughs> she looks at Griff. Cousin. Can I call you that? Is that weird? It's fine. You can call me Griff. Griff. You have very good friends. Thank you. And I, and I don't find many people in your family or family friends that pleasant. No offense? No, none taken. They, they're shitty. They're real shitty. Mom's okay. So let's... If, say, I were to leave the family unexpectedly, how pissed off would your father be? <laughs> um, leave how? <laughs> she nervously laughs very loudly for anybody who's nearby to... Sorry, what? How would you be leaving? Like, in a pine box? Or leaving the rings behind in a shitty note? I don't know. I'm not taking care of that part. Who is? And around then, you hear things toppling over. Oh, shit. And you see Samuel, the tabaxi maintenance guy, picking up a bunch of fireworks that like fell over because he was like trying to gawk into the distance, but he's very clearly looking in your direction. A friend, a very close, close friend. Got it. Special friend. Special friend. Ah, okay, already, he, so this special friend's already in the loop. Yeah. Okay, good. That was really my first concern. I've been reading far too many romance stories lately. It's infected my brain and become <laughs> a problem. People are very bad at communicating in them. They really are. <sighs> oh boy. I read a lot of romance too. It's, it's, it really sucks when you have such high expectations for marriage and then suddenly you get stuck with, sorry. A burning hammer. A burning hammer. I've been calling him Fuckface McGee. <sighs> That's pretty funny. How did you end up married to Jarek? It was an arranged marriage, wasn't it? Wow. You do your research, huh? It's been on both of our minds. We've been writing a play all about that. Unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, arranged marriage, families trying to move on up. And according to my father, who are we to deny charity? She kind of has a moment of silence and she says, when I told my father that I wasn't interested, you know what he said to me? He said, you don't have to love Jarek Burninghammer. You just have to have his child. Ew. That's gross. That is very gross. Cost, do you have your water skin? Uh, yes, actually I do. I keep it with me all the time. Because we'll open up the water skin. Fuck them. Except not. Not in this case. <laughs> not in, literally anyway. In the metaphorical sense. Yeah. Uh, that was the last time I spoke to my dad. And I don't plan to do it again. <laughs> <laughs>
That's reasonable, I think. I'd rather live the rest of my life a serf, married to a serf, than married to someone who does not appreciate who I am. Is there anything that we can do? Just keep him away from the retiring rooms. I, I have to go. They'll be expecting me. Of course. Yes. I, I, uh, Brita. Don't leave any trace of where you might go. Because they'll find you. Otherwise. And we'll go very far away. Good luck. It was great to meet all of you. Really. I, it's the first time I say that in any of these galas. <laughs> So, for keeping Buckface McGee out of the retiring room, also keep him out of the kitchens. There's a hidden passage between the kitchen and the retiring room. Oh, you found that one? I read about it. Oh, I could show it to you. If it's going to be a full moon tonight, it kind of seems like the Collector's going to want to do his business before the moon comes out. Unless his business is very bloody. Unless that's the case, but it seems like a bad idea. It's Bad bar- business plan. Yeah, exactly. It's the Birminghammer Manor. There's guards everywhere. Pretty much everything is at least guild- at least silvered. <sighs> probably. Uh, you guys should probably take a look at this. I think this will point us in the right direction. We'll lean our heads in, but too fast when we dunk heads. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it says, Hey, Griffling, I said I was looking forward to meeting you. I still am. See you soon. Signed, Oz. So, what are the chances Uncle Oz is the You know, at this point, I'm kind of okay if the Burning Hammers just kill each other off. Hey! Not you! So... And not Siggy. F- following up on the Auric thing, the Arnesses. They're somewhere here. Um, Gary, I think you know Lorene better than any of us. I guess just see if you can figure out what they're struggling with in more detail. Well, I know that. Oh? It's a gambling debt. Oh, good. Oh, that sounds very much collector-y. Hmm. Yeah. Around this time, um, Siggy actually runs over and tugs on Shelly. What are you wearing? Nothing? Shelly has clothes made for them, right? What fancy gala clothes, like a kingly or queenly uh, shawl. A fancy hat, but it goes on your shell. Like on the like in the back here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. And it ties in the front with like a bow tie. Yeah. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. In that case, she just kind of taps Shelly. At first, taps the shell. Has been tapping it for like twenty seconds, and then finally taps your arm. <laughs> Shelly, like hiccups a little, and then goes, "I'm not allowed to talk." What? Why? Griff told me I can't talk today. <laughs> Griff did? Yeah, well, shh. Screw him. Come here. <laughs> Adult words from little girl. Shelly's gonna take a big old swig and say, OK, 
okay, but just don't tell anyone I'm talking to you, okay? Okay, okay. Um, hi, hi, bye. Hello, <laughs> she just... um, what? Not... Where, where are you taking our chalet? Uh, just, just for a walk. <laughs> Have fun, but try not to be gone too long. Don't worry, I'm not gonna say anything. And then we'll go away. Anything oh. about what? <laughs> I'm not sure how to take that. They just mean anything at all? They have been very quiet today. I just assumed it was the quiet stage of being drunk. You know, come to think of it, I've never seen them in that stage of drunk. Ziggy at first is quiet and it's just like waving at people and it's pointing people out like, that's my aunt, that's my uncle, that's my cousin. And then eventually we'll say, um, Shelly, do you have a, like a big box? Oh, what do you need a big box for? To put something in. Um, I mean, I am a big box. <laughs> I don't, uh, that sounds uncomfortable. What? Just come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. She pulls you away from the crowds, deeper into the garden, so much so that it becomes kind of a maze. You know how I said I love bugs? Yeah. Wait. No one's around. No, no one's around. Oh, you know how hard it is to not say anything? <sighs> no, because I always say something. Yeah, let it out, let it out. Oh. <sighs> yes. Um, it's so boring. Sorry, uh, it's what? so boring. What do you need a fucking box for? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I actually. That is well, one gold in a square jar. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Gold? Maybe I'm not. <laughs> They're bridges are burning hammers. <laughs> well, anyways, sorry for cursing in that's front a, of you. I was okay. very upset. But, um, here, here. And then Shelly will pull out one of their, like, wine glasses and procure a nice um, rock the size of the lid and say, will this work? We need something bigger. Oh? Shh, don't tell no one. I found Can the I mother it? of all bucks. Oh. oh my god. Let me see it. Okay, but promise me you're not gonna tell my mom? Yeah, I won't tell your mom. She pulls you in between some shrubbery where she like dug up a little ditch. And there you see well, it's hard to tell. It's pink and it's throbbing. And it's about the size of that cat you're touching. Do I and know what it is? Um, 18 plus something. It's a 20. <laughs> yeah, you know what that is. That is a larva that will someday turn into a mage hunter. Oh. <laughs> and she says very enthusiastically, it's mine. I'm gonna call it Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> now come on, let's go find the box. And she pulls you by the arm. Uh, I think we stab it? Do we stab it? Do we know Shelly, how to kill Shelly's this gonna, Shelly's gonna, just gonna stop her and immediately like behave much more sober and say, no, 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 sick, sick, sick. What, what? No, no, sick, no, 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 no. Uh, what? That, I might have to go back there and I might have to talk. But I'm not gonna tell your mom, don't worry. Uh, I'm just gonna maybe tell Griff. No, no, no! But, but, but. You can't do that, you promised! Yep, I did. That I did. 
And you... Shelly's gonna take another swig. <laughs> I thought we were friends. Uh, yup, yup. You even said you'd be my new mom. That was weird, but like, <laughs> you know, I, I liked it. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, I just thought your mom wasn't around, but... She's um, not. Let's just say that I'd rather take care of you than this bug. Because that bug is, is gonna kill us all. Why, because it's big? No. Um, so I've been learning about this at school. Have you ever heard of magic? <laughs> the gathering? I'm, my whole family does magic, yes. Gathering. Well, <laughs> you know that some people don't like magic people? No. Yeah, some people just really don't like magic people. Okay. And so they just kill all the magic people. That thing grows up into the things that kill all the magic people. Okay. Okay, wait. New new plan, new plan. I'll get if I get a box, can I keep it? I found it. <laughs> I found it. You were just you're just trying to steal my my bug. Well, you see. No, she runs into the shrub. With the bug? With the bug. And you Shelly's just use gonna some try and grab link. her. Alright, roll me a, uh, a dexterity check. Roll for initiative. Fight a child. Fifteen? Yeah, you grab her. Nice. You know what she starts doing? She starts screaming for her life. Like, help! Help! Help me! Help! And a lot of people start to look over at you. Shelly's gonna start screaming help as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hunter. Shelly's gonna point at the bug. Oh shit, that's a mage hunter! Sorry, um, not shit. One gold Shoot. in the square jar. Gold! Yeah, gold. No! <laughs> that is a mage hunter though, so let's steal that first and then we'll talk about that's how much mine. It's mine! It's mine! I found it! He pulls out a dagger and kills it. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely unfazed. <laughs> I, no, no, no. At, at first, it, it was just kind of in place, kind of just wriggling a little, not doing much. But then, as soon as grip stabbed it it took a little bit of effort it was surprisingly not as squishy as you thought black ooze splatters around your wrist and you see the larva turn and at the very end of it there's just like teeth where the mouth is and it just does a tiny little shriek just and it falls limp and dead griff picks it up and says i'm sorry this thing is very dangerous ah uh. Mistake's gonna try and and talk to her. Okay. Going to kind of like get down to her level and and look at her. I'm sorry. He wasn't doing anything. The thing is, do you know about some bugs that are very very poisonous? There are some that if you just touch them, they could kill you. And some of them look absolutely beautiful. They have all these bright colors on them and lots of fuzz and fur but touching them at all, and you are dead. Sometimes within minutes. This thing, as much as it didn't look like it was doing anything right now, would grow up into a very large thing that could kill a lot of people. And Ziggy, I want you to know you did a very good thing at finding it. I'm very proud of you for that. Incredibly grateful that you did that. Okay. okay. Ziggy 
would you help us in just patrolling? And if you see something around here, would you let us know? Like any others of those. You gonna kill them too? Only if they're things that might kill you. Shelly's gonna whisper in her ear. Oh, now I have to put a gold in the swear jar. Okay. There's no way that they allowed uh, that your family allows a mage hunter to just like naturally grow here, right? Zero percent. So somebody put this here. Yeah. Can I investigate yep. the area? Survival is the tracking skill that matters. Shelly's gonna do it too. Survival. Do it. I got a 14. That's a two. Uh, Mistake has no fucking clue she grew up in a city. Okay. <laughs> Shelly got, got a 15, not a 14. Okay. Tracks, are def- tracks on the mud and on grass is definitely mm-hmm. Shelly's forte. Yeah. So yeah, you see some very fancy shoes. Shoe uh, tracks, you mean? Shoe tracks leading into this this shrubbery and then walking out and then of course a smaller pair which is Siggy's because she she found it here. They are male, I would say. I mean, it looks male. They're big feet. Big feet, no pointy heel. No pointy heel. Like size 9 or 10 at least, if not bigger. Do they look fresh like Siggy's or do they look like they've been here a while? They look fresh. Um, here's a question. So I know that animals can track things by scent if they get a sample. And I, and I do happen to know that we have at least one person who can become an animal amongst us. Is that something that you could do? Shelly's gonna look over at Griff and then whisper to to Koss. I'm not allowed to tell you. Shelly, <laughs> you're fine. Let, let's talk, please. Shelly's going to become you want to say turtle? You didn't specify. All you said was an animal. <laughs> uh, so, something that could sniff me to find tracks. <laughs> okay, yeah. Shelly's gonna become a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like Shelly shrinks. Yeah. And then while starts walking on all fours. <laughs> I do. Are turtles known for their sense of smell? I don't think so. You start hearing clockwork, as well as heels walking your way through one of the stone paths in the gardens. And you hear, Well, 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 if it isn't my favorite band of students. It is Captain Dappling herself looking fly as hell. She's wearing a big old gown that is dragging on the ground black and white like the silver quills. And, you know, her hair is very beautifully done. Even though it's very short, she's managed to get like some kind of braids in there. And then some piercings, very beautiful earrings, dangly earrings. Are we actually your favorite students or is that sarcasm? Because I can't really tell. That's because you're not a silver quill, Garrett Grigg. Well, I'm a first year, I'm not on anything yet. If you look down, you'll see a turtle on Captain Dappling's shoe. <laughs> just like giving it like, a big old hug, kind of, but it's just the shoe. Ah, <laughs> huh. does that burning hammer child start collecting actual animals now? Oh no, that's um, the other member of our little F squad. I rolled insight. 
And that's, sarcasm? that's a 17 plus 4 from my student die, um, plus another one. You read her bullshit. <laughs> she didn't mean that. Well, it's nice to see you here as well. Thank you. I will say I'm quite impressed, both by your attire and the scholarship announcement. Looks like I'll be having the honor of being your captain for another year, huh? Can someone please get Shelly Shell off? Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to pick Shelly Shell off. I'll just like carry them in my hands. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to say this, but the Earl apparently sends his regards. <laughs> Shelly's going to like hop out of your arms and become a turtle and say, Hi, Earl! He's not here. But that's so exciting. He remembered me. He did, which is rare. What did you do to him? Oh. Um, do you mean the, the button? The button. Oh, we didn't do anything. We've just you know, interacted with him a fair amount, number of times. Shelly's extremely friendly. Yeah, Shelly's very memorable. What did you say? And she she found a button on the ground, you know, one of the little pins. Sure. And offered it to the Earl. He was touched because nobody ever sure. gives him gifts. Absolutely. I <laughs> quite understand. Just... Maybe try not to get into any trouble while we're here. I'm not necessarily at liberty to discipline you, but... Did you see the dead mage hunter? What? Oh, you said not to get in any trouble. We killed the trouble. Step aside. Did you actually still have it there? Did you take it away? I forgot. Don't think we no, took it's just away. There. No, like, yeah. Griff picked it up. I'd like, I yeah, I'd like to believe that I still kind of have it by the nape of its neck. And it's just, like, oozing from the <laughs> stab wound. <laughs> Darlings, trouble does follow you everywhere. Bury that, maybe? Let's not attract too much attention. Is it edible? No. Oh, gross. Very much so not. It looks kind of like a bug steak. <laughs> Can yeah. we extract the venom from it? Probably not. Is that a should or could? It's an I don't know. My, that's not my area of expertise. Well, it seems worth it to then at least try to extract the venom. It's not hurting anyone right now. Do what you will, but don't let other people see it. So... Dabblewing well, does walk away from you. Know, while well, you do that, maybe the rest of us will make sure we're not all entirely gone from things. Yes, um... Maybe a, maybe a wolf or, like, a warthog. <laughs> Shelly's gonna become the biggest warthog you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Great, right, could you possibly... Help us find Okay. Uh, so Gary's not gonna immediately follow Warthog Shelly. Um, because he doesn't really want to carry around this, like, larva husk. I would like to try to use my improvised alchemist tools to just, like, remove the venom glands okay. from this larva. Out in and, the garden? Yeah, out yeah. in the garden. Griff will hold it and present it belly side up. Oh. <laughs> uh, not great. It's a 13. <laughs> you cut and immediately <laughs> squirt of black ooze all over your sleeve. Essentially, you succeed. You were able to get the venom glands out, but now you're dirty. Uh, with some very questionable stuff. Just the sleeve? Just the sleeve, and Which like one? in your hands. The left side, I guess? Um, since it's so close to the party, 
Griff looks at Gary's sleeve, looks at his own sleeve, and because it's a left arm, that's where his scales are. And we can say that the arm wasn't cut properly. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> he'll pull out his arm sleeve, and then he'll rip off Gary's sleeve. And be like, no more stain. Oh, well this is a style. It, we're gonna make it a thing. So as the social hour comes to a close, it is announced that the banquet shall begin soon. Before we go back, Griff's gonna look at Gary's. Oh, it, it, it is kind of weird with one arm. Should we do both arms? Yeah. <laughs> and, Gary attempts to pull off his own, and he's like, nope, nope, okay, that's just stuck. All right, brace yourself. <laughs> just rips off the sleeve, and then Griff right. rips off the other one. Now they look like they're in the 80s going to the prom. <laughs> Mistake is waiting right outside the ballroom, trying to keep an eye on the boar, but also keep an eye on them, and decided, I'm standing out here like I'm just getting air. Seems reasonable. And there's cause chasing after chasing the boar. Chasing after from the, the boar. The uh, so when she sees these two coming with no sleeves, she's like, did you get into a fist fight? with each other and I don't look completely beat up. That's why I'm really confused. Why do you- The real story is less cool. What actually happened though? In core spray. On your clothes? Mm-hmm. So they got dirty? Mm-hmm. And you decided to tear the arms off? I drifted. <laughs> Griff, are you familiar with a cantrip called prestidigitation? I don't have that, so no. I do. Well, you want to prestidigitize? Do we still have the sleeves with us? <laughs> I can't. You need mending for that. I have mending. So if you want your sleeves, you can mend it back and I can prestidigitate it clean. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's gonna, why, he's why gonna call you... Bart. <laughs> Problem solving. Immediately shows up. Yes, sir. I did a, I was trying to be helpful again and I did something unhelpful. <laughs> and he shows him his arms. So uh, I need, I, we need some mending and some prestidigitation. No. No, mistaken, I have that covered. We, if you just get the sleeves. Let's do, let's, I shall go with you. He's very visibly nervous. Okay. <laughs> the original sleeve is very nervous. I do think So you're able to dig up the sleeves. And as you're doing so, Bartholomew says, Sir, I just wanted to warn you. Banquet begins in 30 minutes, which means in 15. Your father is going to ask your entourage to say a few words for gratitude for the scholarship in front of everyone and he wanted me to know this when well you've seen them some of them don't talk very good i am aware sir i'm quite frightened myself can i can i talk for them? You're certainly expected to talk at first, but what? then they have to say a few words each. Oh. <sighs> to be honest, I don't know if I should be there. I might faint. Oh, uh, you, you need to be there. I need to be there. You gotta be there. I need you there. Sir, I haven't taken a day off in ten years. Is it too late to request one now? Sorry, that's too much. No. But no, you can't take a day off. I need you. Right. Okay, fair enough. In that case, I need you, sir. Oh. I need your help. 
just seems to be all kinds of conspirations here. Beginning with this. And he uh, pulls out a quick note. He's like, someone's asked me to book a last minute secret carriage, uh, maybe airship ride out of here at the end of the night, passage for two. I cannot in good name ask any of the guests, but do you happen to know where there might be an airship waiting nearby that might be able to transport two people discreetly? Griff is going to um, shake his head yes while saying no, but also winking, just in case anyone else may be like around. No, I couldn't tell you where one is. All right, very well. What should I tell him? Uh, party for two. This would be a great way of getting even with my dad if you took these two out. I mean, away. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting worried there for a second. thing. Yeah? I was told to give you this. How many things do you have? Two. Okay, more? <laughs> he hands you a note. And that note, uh, it, it is sealed with wax. So Bartholomew did not look at it. I guessed gave me this. Said, wanted to speak to you. I just assumed it had to do something with maybe career opportunities. I don't do know. Do you remember what they looked like? Generic man in... Height? Weight? Clothing? About 6'2". Get a beard. Red. Uh, I don't remember much else other than... He opens the letter. The letter reads, Hey, Griffling. Hmm. Study. Period. Come along. Period. Signed, Oz. Griff is... Griff doesn't tell Bart about the letter, but just kind of considers it does his thing. Bart, um, make sure that you are, you, you, you keep with your sending stuff. Always. Okay. I am at your beck and call tonight. Thank you for joining us again this week. This episode was recorded in Watertown, Massachusetts, also known as the traditional land of the Pekaset and Nanantum peoples. I'd like to give a huge thank you to all of the talented musicians that helped bring this podcast to life with their amazing music. We've provided a link to their web pages in the description. I would also like to thank our talented players, Tyler Rubin, Emilia Markopoulos, Rin Garnett, Michael Yang, and Nikki Aguilar-Thompson. This story would not be the same without their wonderful creativity. I've been your host and DM, Alex Aguilar-Thompson, and I hope to see you here again next week for another episode of Roleplay Radio. Excuse me, excuse me, uh, let me through, please. I'm sorry, I'm just trying to chase after that, uh, boy.
Sh Shelly? Shelly, you can stop now. I love it. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna sniff out if they can sniff the tracks. You can follow the tracks very easily. Well, I'm smelling them. I'm trying to sniff if I can. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you, can, you catch a scent, all right. It is a very particular perfume. Lavender is my go-to. It's a ravnik and apple. Um, and cinnamon. Ooh, cinnamon. Ravnik and apples and cinnamon. Mm. It is right there, right at the, the little ditch where the mage hunter larva was found. It leads to the ballroom. And that's exactly the problem, that once you get to the ballroom, there's food everywhere and there's like all kinds of perfumes mixing together because everybody downed half a bottle of cologne on themselves. Not to mention, how did the fact that a warthog, did a warthog just fucking waltz up to the property and sniff it around? That's what's happening. Did you not make him real, make, make Shelly real stealth? I don't think you're I, I think stealth. a lot of people are like, the There are plenty of people. I didn't know you invited the boars. But here's the thing. With a family as important and influential as the Burning Hammers, how is any guest going to fucking question it? They're like, oh, this is quite exotic. I've never been to a fancy party with a, with a war before. <laughs> it's the pig. It's the pig. It's oh the no, pig. the is. entertainers are going to think it's one of theirs. <laughs> <laughs> how did you get this? Okay. As um, the doors open and the warthog enters the ballroom, the pig looks up from its station and you hear the swell from the Romeo and Juliet overture. <laughs> oh no, this is just like the skunk and the cat. Oh.